National Vocation Awareness Week, celebrated November 5th to the 11th, is an annual week-long celebration of the Catholic Church in the United States dedicated to promoting vocations to the priesthood, the diaconate, and consecrated life through prayer and education. In the weeks leading up to this week, here in the Archdiocese of Portland, they're highlighting a different religious vocation each week. And joining me today to share about his vocation and how his priesthood in a religious order differs from the diocesan priesthood, it is Father Francesco DePoint. He is the pastor at St. Henry's Catholic Church in Gresham. Good morning, Father Francesco. Thank you so much for joining me today. Good morning. It's my pleasure to be with you. So if someone were to look up your name and email in the St. Henry's Parish website, after your name, it says... O-J-S-S. Tell our listeners about what that stands for and what are the charisms of your order. Well, I'm a part of a a small clerical association that was founded in the 90s. Uh, The work of Jesus the High Priest, and those those letters represent the Latin form thereof, Opus Jesus Homo Sacerdotum. We're a small community. We have about 65 priests and about 200 sisters at the moment, so I guess not that small anymore. Um, Yeah, we were founded in the 90s. Really, along with so many other groups, um, kind of as part of this renewal process that we've been seeing in the church with the foundation of many new groups with different new charisms, ours happens to be to work very much for the renewal of the priesthood, renewal of the church, by bringing uh, the church and, and the faithful back to a life of the sacraments, to this faithfulness to the Holy Father, to a, a deep Marian devotion. We also promote very much the the divine mercy. And so these kind of become the, the real pillars and the foundations of, of what our spirituality is. And so as such, we work as missionaries in quite a few different countries of the world. Um, and with a charism that broad, it allows us to work, be it in schools or guys, some are in the Vatican, others are in parishes like here in the States. Father Francesco, you were highlighted in a recent social media post from the Archdiocese of Portland where you say, my vocation story can only be understood in the Eucharist, which has been a theme throughout my life. Please, can you explain that for us? You know, it started for me, um, I was living in Denver at the time as a high school student, and I had gone to World Youth Day. After returning from World Youth Day, I spoke with a priest um, who said to me at the time, Whatever your vocation might be, if you're called to be a priest or, or, or to, uh, to be a family father, whatever the case might be, it will be in your fidelity to the Eucharist that you're faithful to your vocation. And he encouraged me at that time to start going to daily Mass and or adoration as was possible. And I was fortunate that the church that I was in had daily adoration, sorry, perpetual adoration every day, and also a daily Mass early enough in the morning that I could start going to that. And that really became... Um, the foundational part of my vocation. And it's been true throughout my vocation that the more faithful I was to my devotion to the Eucharist, to taking that time in prayer before the Blessed Sacrament, to prayerfully taking part in, in the Eucharist, the more joyful and successful and fulfilled I was in my vocation. If you are just tuning in, I'm talking this morning with Father Francesco de Poit. He is the pastor at St. Henry's Catholic Church in Gresham and is part of the order, Work of Jesus the High Priest. So while you are a pastor at St. Henry's in Gresham, I imagine all of that work as a pastor the same, whether you're a religious ordered priest or a diocesan priest. But maybe for our listeners, explain how you see being a priest in a religious order 
differs than the diocesan priests that we would most ordinarily come across in our parishes? I mean, I guess the biggest difference is the diocesan priest belongs truly to his diocese. We, being a missionary community, um, can be sent virtually anywhere. I started my, my first vocation, or my first parish, was in Uruguay. After that, I spent 12 years in Kazakhstan, which is then quite a shift to go from there to here. Um, so that obviously is a difference in that I can end up serving literally anywhere in the world. But once you get down to it, once I'm in a parish, we're a pastor. We're a father for the people that are entrusted to us the same. In that, that regard, it doesn't differ between diocesan or religious because we're there entirely for the people that get the Lord is entrusted to our care. Father, you were the pastor there at St. Henry's. It has a growing Hispanic community. How do you see the life of the church expressed in your particular parish? Well, we're very fortunate um, in that we do have such a vibrant uh, bilingual community. We have the, the, the Anglo side was where it began, but it has grown and continues to grow with our, with our Hispanics. And I have to say one of the things that I've been really placing an emphasis on since I arrived is to integrate those communities, to try to make them more and more one family. Um, obviously, the linguistic barrier is always there, but I think that the hearts uh, of the parishioners is, are very much open to the idea of being one community. And so we do. We see, like with many of the Hispanic communities in our archdiocese, we see a great um, number of our sacraments being celebrated there. They have large numbers of baptisms, weddings, uh, and which is a wonderful thing to see that, that vibrant young side to the parish. And so hopefully that, in its time, will reinvigorate also the rest of the parish. Father, as we talked about earlier, that you talked about your vocation can only be understood in the Eucharist. While there is that language barrier in your own parish, which at times makes it difficult to relate the unity in the Blessed Sacrament, that is the vocation story of your parish. Tell our listeners yeah. about how the Eucharist, how is that the center of a parish life there? I mean, truly, all parish life begins from and flows back towards its Eucharistic devotion. That is the very reason we even have the churches. I mean, in a very literal sense, the center of every church is the tabernacle with the Blessed Sacrament. And that's not just symbolic. That is also um, very much the spiritual reality. The life of a parish depends entirely on its Eucharistic devotion. If we lose that genuine love of Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, if our faith begins to wane and, we, and it becomes this superficial, this is our gathering space, as opposed to this is where we come to encounter Christ in the Eucharist, that is the death knell of a parish. That is a parish that is on its last legs and has only a short time to live before the people start to filter away and, 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 and leave. On the other hand, where there is that genuine, fervent love of the Holy Eucharist, where you find people who are truly aware, I am in the presence of God, then even if they're not as catechized as, as one might like, still that devotion begins to flourish, that love begins to flourish, and it's infectious. It draws other people in, it makes other people realize, I'm in the presence of something which is beyond me, which transcends me, and that I need Father Francesco Dupoit is the pastor at St. Henry's Catholic Church talking to us today about his vocation. Father Francesco, 
those who have diocesan priests as pastors or even as auxiliary priests in their parishes, we get the understanding of we have a pastor for six years. Sometimes they re-up, we get them for six more years, but then they're moved to another parish within the diocese. For you then, how does your future as a priest is lived out here in Portland? Do you have a set number of years left that you'll be here or are you waiting for your bishop to assign you to a new location? Well, like any other priest uh, working in a parish in the diocese of, of or the Archdiocese of Portland, I have a six-year contract, and that's also renewable, just like any other priest here in the Archdiocese. The difference then becomes is typically when a religious community has taken over a parish, it typically stays within that same community. So most likely, unless things were to change, uh, even when I'm no longer pastor, it will be one of my confreres, one of my other brother priests, who would then take over responsibility for St. Henry. Now, that's, that's very much into the future. You know, that's, we all live by divine providence. As I said, uh, a year ago, I was still in Kazakhstan. So, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, no, it's over wow. many years. Two years ago, I was still in Kazakhstan. So things can change very quickly. So, you know, that's up to God's providence. But the plan is very much to, to be here for the long haul. Oh, and I'm sure your parishioners there at St. Henry uh, live in the moment because every day that I'm sure they have to spend with you, that you lead them closer to our Lord is a blessed time indeed. Father Francesco, I really appreciate your time and sharing your journey with us today. Before we go, will you end us in prayer and your blessing? Yes. So now, especially in this year of Eucharistic revival, in a very special way, we pray that the Lord may inspire in our hearts a deeper love of him that we may be given this grace and this blessing to recognize him in the Eucharist and to recognize that he is truly with us always until the end of times in all of our needs and all of our necessities. And so we ask the Lord's blessing now upon all of our listeners that the Lord may bless you, that he may bless your families through you, that he may truly accompany you, heal you, console you. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Francesco, thank you so much for your time today. God bless you, and thank you so much for your vocation to priesthood in our community. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure to be with you.